Okay, we're live. Okay, hi. Hi, welcome back. We were not here last week. Wait, were we here last week? No, we weren't. Yes, we were. Yeah, we were. It seems like we weren't. No. Did we, we do were. it a different night? No. Oh. We were. Now you got me second thinking myself. I was going to talk to you, but I've been like forgetting stuff lately. Uh huh. No, I mean seriously. I understand that. I, I live here. I was sitting there looking at Your this. Your co-host lives here. I was sitting there looking at this guy who sits like two desks down from me, and I couldn't remember his name for the life of me. And I've worked with him for over a year. Hmm. Yeah. Well, anyhow, let's so, properly address our audience. Hi. What up, bitches? Nope, that wasn't oh. it. Nope, wrong audience. Wrong audience. That's yes. the other podcast that we run. <clears throat> the one with the OnlyFans. Oh my gosh. Good evening, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the pot. Oh my gosh, I can't even talk. <laughs> Go ahead, take over. Welcome to the podcast from P-Town. Oh. I am your host with this dyslexic co-host. <laughs> and uh, maybe autistic, too. <laughs> And uh, we're just going to get right into it. Thank you. So our news correspondents ha co correspondent has some updates for us. Thank you, news correspondent. He said, I have to admit that the co-host made quite a mess. <laughs> Lemonade everywhere. <gasps> I would take a drink and then, <clears throat> why would I know Ansel Adams? <laughs> or the part about history, did I take that? And it's not pretty when you uh, LOL with a mouthful of lemonade. So first... <laughs> Yes, Ansel Adams was an American photographer. <laughs> he was the uh, American photographer who was the most important landscape photographer of the 20th century. Who at, knows this stuff? Nerds. At his time of death, he left behind an archive of 40,000 photos. Most were not printed because he did not have time. Um, if you just Google his name, you'll see a bunch, which a lot of us do Google stuff and learn <laughs> things. Second... <laughs> Uh, Salvador Dali. Who's that? We <laughs> talked about him, too. He was one of the news correspondent's favorite artists. He mostly did surreal work, such as clocks that are melting over objects um, in one of the paintings. He was born and lived in Spain, but did spend a cumulative time of seven months in Monterey, because he came up as one of my notable people from Monterey. Oh. And then third, oh, no. the racehorse passings are for one of your listeners. Aww. This is one of Salvador Dali's paintings. Oh, it's gorgeous. Yeah. We talked about this guy, though? Okay, I'll go with you. Moving along. Yep. Sorry. Quick news. Canada burns. The total area burned in Canada so far oh. is 25 million acres, which is almost the size of the state of Ohio. There are nearly 900 wildfires burning in Canada, and about 580 of them are out of control. This is going to cause a lot of smoke coming into the U.S. Are they all going to burn together? I mean, are they all that close that they're just going to burn together? Probably not. Oh. Oh, it's kind of like that toxic rain crap that they had coming down in New York here a while back or whatever. Or it, the smoke was so bad and stuff. Oh, yeah. And I think that causes acid rain. Yes. Um, oh, Is that like purple rain? No. Mm. Uh, oh, you know, man. if it was gold falling from the skies, you know what that could be? No. A golden shower. Oh my gosh, nope. Multnomah County will distribute tinfoil and straws to fentanyl smokers. Wait, tinfoil and straws to fentanyl smokers? What yeah. do you need the tinfoil for? 
Well, I guess we're going to find out. Okay. Multnomah County Health Department will begin distributing tinfoil and straws this month to fentanyl smokers at sites across Portland. The smoking supplies, which also include glass pipes for smoking meth and crack, as well as snorting kits, are part of the national effort to minimize the health consequences of drug use. What? Smoking is considered by many health experts a safer way of consuming hard drugs than injection. Well, you gotta, kind of got a point there, I guess. New York City recently installed a vending machine with smoking kits, oh including gosh. bubble pipes. Multnomah County has been an innovator and a leader in harm reduction practices for many years, says Jessica Guernsey, uh, the county's public health director. You know Guernsey is also a type of a cow. That's probably what she is. It's She's probably Jersey. a fat cow. No, a there's Jersey. a Guernsey, too, I no. think. Um, overdose deaths uh, have doubled in Multnomah County between 2008 and 2021. Mayor Ted Wheeler, meanwhile, has taken a different tack. I had adamantly opposed distributing paraphernalia to encourage using a drug that is the leading cause of death for Americans under 50 and responsible for 190 fatal overdoses a day in the U.S. A day. Oh, my gosh. Uh, There's an update to this already that despite the Multnomah County Health Department's plans to move forward with distributing resources at monitored sites, the department paused the measure after receiving backlash from lawmakers and concerned residents. Well, no no kidding. Freaking. What is wrong with our world? Dumb, dumb, dumb. If we would have made it illegal maybe yeah instead of pushing go oh it's okay if you just do a gram of this it'll be fine don't worry but see here on the flip side of thing a federal judge rules oregon's new gun safety law measure 14 114 is constitutional the federal judge found oregon's new gun control law is constitutional saying measure 14 aligns with other u.s restrictions regulating uniquely dangerous features of guns to protect public safety the gun safety law, narrowly approved by voters in November 2022, established a permit to purchase rules and a ban on the sale and transfer of high-capacity magazines. Despite Judge Emmergut's ruling, Measure 114 remains on hold over a state court order out of Harney County. You know, guns don't have uniquely dangerous features. Podcasters that are pissed off have re- uniquely <laughs> dangerous features. It just doesn't make any sense. Okay, so, wait. Drug users were handing them things to help them do drugs. Yeah. And they're killing themselves. Yeah. But guns themselves don't kill people. Bad people. Uh, I, yeah. I can't even. Never mind. Sorry. I got a really bad joke about guns, Let's but I should that. probably keep that one to myself. Yes, uh, even I'm thinking that I should probably keep that one to I myself. I appreciate that. People have to ask me privately if they want to hear it. Um, That's you, long-haul truck driver. The Chinese Communist Party is rewriting the Bible. What? As part of a push to sinicize religion, the Chinese Communist Party has embarked on a 10-year project to rewrite the Bible and other religious texts. In the Gospel of John, Jesus famously confronts the accusers of a woman caught committing adultery, saying, Let the one among you who is guiltless be the first to throw a stone at her. The chastened accusers slink and... uh, they walk away, and no one, sir. Uh, Neither do I condemn you, said Jesus. Go away from this moment, sin no more. A beautiful story of forgiveness and mercy. And the rewritten gospel of John Expert ends not with mercy, but with Jesus himself stoning the adulterous woman to death. Uh, yeah, that would never happen. Don't think that would happen. No. Nope. nope. Uh, the 10-year project to rewrite the Bible, the Koran, and other sacred texts is all part of Xi Jinping. <laughs> uh, Don't do it. 
quest to make the faithful serve the rather uh, serve the party rather than God. In a secret 2018 negotiation, the Vatican agreed to allow the CCP to select Catholic bishops in China, uh, supposedly in exchange for vague reassurances of safety mm. for some Catholic congregations, which were immediately abolished. Well, that would be over. So don't trust them. Nope. They got those shifty, slanted eyes. Hey, now. The CCP wants the authority to select the next Dalai Lama, a sacred tradition in Tibetan Buddhism. What? The... I guess, oh my yeah, the goodness. Dalai Lama is a, he's like the head poo no, bar or I something. No, I know, I know that. He's the guy who gets to pee in the bottle. He doesn't have to drink it. No, he does not. Goodness. Um, funny side. Oh, we're moving on to death. It's the best part of the show. Okay. Funny side, who is 23, was an American thoroughbred racehorse. He died a colic. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, I read that. He won the 2003 mm-hmm. Kentucky Derby and Preakness, mm-hmm. and he was the first New York-bred horse to win the Kentucky Derby. I read that, actually. Uh, Julius Croslin was 39. He was an American football player for the Dallas Cowboys. Croslin. Huh. That's pretty young. Oh, I also saw a guy from Iowa. one of the Big Ten teams. Iowa. Yeah, he was 23. He yep. just up and died. He left a fiancé and his... Yeah, and they they don't know what the cause of death was. Oh, it's probably just a coincidence. I don't think so. Dakota Fred Hurt, he was an American television personality. Oh, Gold Rush, Whitewater. He died of brain cancer. Mm. That's too bad. Eloy, Eli Reeves Calloway uh, III. Um, Calloway cars injured sustained after a fatal after a fall. Oh. Uh, in 1989, a Calloway twin turbo Corvette known as the Sledgehammer made 880 horsepower and 772 foot-pounds of torque in the hands of John Lingenfelter. It set a production top speed record of 254.76 miles per hour. That record would stand for 21 years when Bugatti managed to hit 267.85 in the Veyron Supersport. So, what did this guy die of? Callaway, Callaway cars, injuries sustained after fall. He fell. Oh, he fell. He died of a fall. So he made that twin turbo Corvette. Yeah. Huh. Well, I wonder if he fell as fast as the car went. Probably not. I think he, like, maybe fell and hit his head and he died from that. Do you know it only takes, like, 30 feet to hit uh, terminal velocity? Velocity. Huh. Oh, rolling over from our last show, do you want to continue discussing Schrodinger's cat? No. Oh. Well, uh, so moving right along, um, we are going to take a break a little bit tonight from our regular scheduled programming to go into maybe people, you know, want something just a little bit out of the norm, you know, not just going down through the song and stuff, throw a little bit of variety into it. Right. Kind of like what you do with a marriage, just throw in some variety. Right. Maybe not this one, but some people might do that. Oh, good grief. Um, So what we, uh, we're going to break away from it and we're going to kind of give this a shot. Uh, So there's been a ton of podcasts about this subject and it probably, it could be about the second most talked about uh, subject in the podcasting world, right there behind true crime. True crime is the most uh biggest subject in the podcasting world it seems like and the whole object of this one is to get our cynical co-host to believe that there is the possibility that something else could be out there so 
Mo, what are you glaring at me for? I'm not glaring at you. I'm just giving you the look of you're kidding me, right? So most of the time when we do an episode, I kind of have an idea of where we're going to head with the episode. Especially it was really easy when the podcast first came out because pretty much all of them ended in the person dying. Oh. Uh, so that was pretty easy. You go from birth to death and then it's over with. But this one, I'm not exactly sure where I'm heading with it. <clears throat> so I'm basically just going to let the shit hit the fan and see where it splatters. Wow, you um, really have lost your mind. So close your eyes, or close your mouths, open your earballs, and let's talk about some UFOs. You ready? <laughs> yeah, I can't wait. By the end of this, you're probably going to be wearing a tinfoil cap and running I around in circles. highly doubt it. Um, so this subject, it rears its head every few years, it seems. Um, ever since the Roswell incident back in, uh, 47, the subject of the USOs, it's been a conspiracy. The subject of UFOs. UFOs. It's been a conspiracy theory. Now they call them UAB, UAPs. Um, and it seems to be coming back around again. It's kind of been gaining more traction here recently in the news and everything. And okay, for those that don't know, what is a UAP? Unidentified aerial phenomenon. Oh, for the love of... Do we offend somebody by saying unidentified flying objects? Well, if you think about it, if you break down UFO, there's a bunch of UFOs because it's an unidentified... If you break it down to the pure English of the word, an unidentified flying object, if you don't know what it is, it's a UFO. It's a bird, but it's not it's always. Plane. It's not always uh, something with little green men. You know, you see something way up there in the sky to you, that's a UFO. You don't no. know what it is. Usually it's a plane or it's a satellite. You don't know that? I do because I ask you every time. What is that? And you're like, oh, dude, it's a satellite. You take my word for everything? You have your app on your phone that says, look. I don't have it up all the time. I trust you. You probably should. Uh, so. All right. So what was a UAP? Unidentified, unidentified aerial phenomena. Phenomena. Phenomenon. Phenomenon. I'm going to look that word up. You don't know what phenomenon means? I do, but I you you specifically said if you break it down far enough. I broke down the UFO. I didn't break down the aerial phenomenon crap. Well, that's what I'm saying. You go keep going. <sighs> My life. <laughs> uh, so just recently, Senator Schumer has introduced a bill to Congress for the government to release all the information it has on UFOs. Um, and even though they may they may be forced to do it. Uh, you know, they haven't done it yet, so now they may be actually forcing them to do it. Um, but to be honest with you, I don't really think that they're going to release anything that truly shocks anyone. Because um, it's kind of like when the Warren Commission released the files on the Kennedy assassination. They had, oh yeah, and this law won't go into effect until like 25 years from now. But uh, when the Warren Commission released their files, there wasn't really any earth-shattering evidence that was released. Everybody saw what happened when he got shot. Everybody saw Jackie trying to get out of the car. And as one collective conscience, all of America thought, ain't that just like a woman trying to leave you in your time of need? Had to throw that in, did you? Yeah, yeah. Threw that in there just for you, sweet cheeks. Thank you. But anyhow, uh, Schumer's trying to pass this law through. And the one big issue I see, because uh, I read through a, botch, a bunch of this, um, guess who gets to pick who's on the commission? Who? Old Sleepy Joe. Oh, y'all. It's painful. So there's going to be nine people on this commission, and Sleepy Joe's going to pick them. 
So we're probably going to end up with a commission made of the seven dwarves, Snow White, and Shrek. Oh, guess what? Speaking uh, of Snow White and the seven dwarves, there's a new movie coming out, Snow White, and it's not the dwarves. They don't even have dwarves anymore. Oh, yeah. because It goes against whatever. Well, I think a bunch of dwarves got mad and were striking over that or whatever. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, instead of having, like, Sleepy and Dopey and Bashful, mm-hmm. yeah, they all have the different blends of people now. Um, so you may think that I say this because I think Joe Biden's crazy. Yeah. Um, yes. Well, you're wrong. I say it because it will get little kids interested in politics and they'll want to come to his office and talk to him about it. So we can sniff them? And then we'll have Lewinsky and Clinton all over again, but instead of cigars, it'll be those old-time candy cigarettes because he doesn't want to harm the children with tobacco. Oh, my. That went down a hole that we never thought about going down. Yeah. Um, additionally, Marco Rubio has jumped on the bandwagon of wanting a bunch of this stuff declassified, because they had like eight whistleblowers that came forward. They created the Whistleblower Protection Act, so people can come, because they've had like FBI guys come forward on different things and all this other stuff. So there's a protection act where, where you can't retaliate against them. But it appears that some of these organizations or whatever you want to call them don't want to be real forthcoming to Congress, because Marco Rubio is on the Congress Intelligence Committee, right? And they don't really want to tell him all this stuff uh, because they view him as temporary government employees. Because I remember a long time ago, Clinton uh, wanted to talk to some guys and wanted to know what was going on with Area 51. Him or her? Him. And they told him that he didn't have the clearance. Oh, good for them. He didn't have the clearance to get that type of information. Good. But he's the president. Who cares? You'd think that whatever they ask for, they would get. You want to tell Sleepy Joe Biden about all this crap? He'll forget it before he walks out of the room. Not necessarily. He'll make a blunder like he always does and opens it up to national security, just like he, when he told where yeah. some of our troops were. But the thing with this whole thing was, is it makes me wonder if there's agencies out there that are more secret than Area 51. Well, yeah. You know, um... Or it's maybe just parts of the organizations that they don't disclose everything. Uh, it's kind of like the whole Jason Bourne type of stuff where or they have these secret. Well, kind of. They have these secret programs going on, but they're not going to tell everybody about it. <clears throat> but except this one, this deals with aliens, so it's not like Jason Bourne. But it kind of gives the whole thing an MK Ultra vibe. I think. Did we do a podcast on MK Ultra? The CIA uh, LSD stuff that they were doing back in the late 60s. I don't have a clue. They're, that's a pretty uh, interesting uh, subject. If you have, if you get bored, look that up sometime. Yeah, I have so much time. G-O-O-G-L-E dot com. Oh, I was confused about where so, I would find stuff. Anyhow, moving right along. So you don't have to be from the South and have curlers in your hair to see the UFOs. Uh, there's been plenty of famous people who said they've seen them. Uh, Miley Cyrus said she had actually made eye contact with an alien in San Bernardino, California. Was she high? Well, in her own words, she said it may have been from the weed wax she had just purchased. Uh-huh. Yep. Um, but she joins a host of other famous people. Uh, Katy Perry uh, talked about it. Tom Cruise. But then there's some credible people. Uh, Jimmy Carter said he had an encounter with a UFO, but he's from the South. Um, I think Ronald Reagan said something about seeing a, a UFO or something like that. And the Pentagon announced in 2022 that they'd amassed about 400 reports of UFOs. But I think that was only in just for that year because there's a lot more reports 
uh, from that. That was after everybody came out of lockdown from COVID? Yeah, they were seeing all sorts of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but a lot of these reports come from, you know, truly credible people. Uh, there's Air Force pilots. Uh, you can see footage on the internet of pilots talking to ground control about something they are seeing. You see it on their little pilot screen thing there. You see it flash by, and they're talking to each other and talking to, uh, you know, ground control about what was that. And uh, But a lot of people say that this is like just a high-flying jet or something most of the time to try to discard it. Or, but then why would Alexander Great have made comments about seeing them back in 300 B.C.? Or the pictures of little spacemen or spaceships and the ancient Egyptian hieroglyphs that they've uh, found on their little carving things on the walls. Maybe they were bored. Uh, there were some artifacts that were uncovered in China in the 1920s that looked like they were sculpted to appear as aliens. And uh, the artifacts were dated back to being 3,000 years old. Hmm. And they found, a whole, they found them in 1920s and then they found more in the 1980s actually. Uh, then there's the whole conspiracy about the pyramids being built, or at least in part by the help of aliens, because how would they move these rocks from this quarry way over here to over here, and then like at Machu Picchu, remember that one we talked about, mm-hmm. where they have the stone blocks that are set so perfectly that you can't fit a butter knife through them mm-hmm. in between them. A darn good architect and construction guy. In the ancient world. Yeah. They- they had aliens to help laser cut it. Oh, the good grief. Uh, what about the crop circles in Peru? They say that uh, those things, they're gigantic, and they can only be seen in their entirety from space. You, they have to be looking down on them. Or down in Peru, they've got what they call ancient spaceship runways or something, these long tracks that are laid out. Um, like I talked about uh In some of the previous episodes, there were places where they built that the sunlight only hits the certain spot Mm -hmm. at one time of the one part of the year. Right. You know? Um, Which wouldn't it suck if you were building something like that and you knew it only happened at one time during the year. And so you had, I mean, you're behind on, you know, your subs aren't doing the job right and things like that. And you got to get this stuff through. And then you find out that you paid for Amazon Prime and it wasn't next day shipping anymore and it pushed it out a long ways another year yeah you'd have to wait a whole nother year so uh-huh. what are you going to do for the rest of that year do it right you don't have... <laughs> the problem with the ufos though is kind of the same problem that we have with bigfoot nobody has one uh unless you believe that the government has captured some and they're at area 51 but there's been plenty of people who've come forward and said they had their butthole probed by aliens but no actual proof what? Everybody that goes... No! Yeah. Oh, my gosh. If you think about it, the aliens, they have the supposed... They supposedly have the technology to travel for light years away, uh, but the only way they can find out about us is to take Billy Bob up to their space calf and ram a rod up his ass. You forget our audience, don't you? Uh-uh. Mm. Anyhow, um... Yeah, so you'd think that if they were real intelligent life form, they'd have like some sort of skull cap or something that they could, uh, you know, put their read your brain waves or something, um, or draw blood. But it's the same thing over and over and over again. Everybody that talks about it, they always talk about the probes. Seriously. Okay. It'd be like going to the doctor nope. for a checkup, and you forget what happens for an hour, and you wake up sore, and he's in the corner smoking a cigarette. 
But of all the reports that have come from pilots and whatnot, there's never been a report of them firing on a UFO, except for here just recently, uh, the ones that were over Canada and Alaska after the whole Chinese uh, spy balloon debacle. Um, they did fire, and I guess they shot them down, um, <clears throat> which is probably a good thing because we don't want them to fire back because if they can make it here, all the way here, and they haven't made themselves known or tried to take over the planet, they probably aren't as tough as we thought they were. Or maybe they aren't bound to the same uh, lifespans as us, and uh, maybe that's the whole purpose of their life form is to travel around space for millions of years and find planets and report back to their place. Wait, so get back to where you said they shot it down. Oh, yeah, they shot, like, three unidentified objects down, and... Um, it kind of came out in the news for a second, and then it was gone. I'm yes. going to talk about it here in just a second. Okay. Um, after I get through with my ideas about... I told you, this thing's going to go all over the place. Uh, even crazier, maybe they originate from a different universe or a dimension that aren't bound by the same laws of physics as we are. So they can travel through space and time and all this other stuff. Maybe. Pretty interesting. Mm. Uh, but going back to those three that were shot down, the interesting thing about it is how quickly those stories stopped. The government came out and said the things were shot down and there was no cause for concern. But they didn't really give out a whole lot of information about them other than that. And then everybody just went along their merry way um, and nobody really questions it any further. Hmm. It seems like uh, we've gotten complacent. There's been so much junk in the news lately. We've got complacent about it, and we're just jumping to the next st news story along with the media, and nobody's stopping to question it. Because like a few years ago when Hillary Clinton was supposed to testify as to why she had people smash their cell phones and break up their hard drives after she's caught keeping stuff on unsecured computers, uh, nobody ever heard about her actually going to court or what the outcome of that whole deal was. Or Benghazi. Um... But there's a lot of examples of these news stories that things are just a flash in the pan and then they're gone. It's, it seems like pretty much every day you think, oh boy, this is going to be something big. Mm -hmm. That's why I didn't really believe COVID when it first came out because... Who did? Well, yeah. But I was like, oh, this is going to be gone in a week yeah. or so. And then it just drug on and got worse and worse and worse. Uh, yep. Speaking of the whole Area 51 thing, going back to the UFOs, um, there was a guy that came out of there and his, he was named Bob Lazar. And no, pretty much everybody who's looked at anything about UFOs uh, knows about this guy. And he says that he was hired to reverse engineer some alien technology while he was out there. And one podcast I listened to about this guy was that he was talking about a propulsion thing that was in an alien, it was in one of the alien spacecrafts that they had. And it was kind of like an antimatter thing that was charged by a substance that at that time had not yet been discovered. Now stick with me on this. Okay. So, it had the atomic number of 115, because everything has an atomic number. Like, and I think it's the amount of uh, electrons or protons or something. Like, hydrogen's atomic number is 1, and helium's 2, and gold is like 14. Right. And lead, PB, is like 232 or something. Right. Uranium, 231. All that okay. type of stuff, right? Mm -hmm. So, this atomic number is 115. But, and so he was talking about that this was what was used to run this thing. Um... But now that substance has actually now been created or found or whatever it is, and it's called Muscovium. And it was, I guess it was created by some U.S. and Russian scientists in Russia. Uh, that's the name Muscovium. But this guy, I, I kind of think he's a wackadoo 
but he makes these claims about an element that we don't know about, but then years after he makes the claim, we find out about it, and then we're able to synthesize it and basically create it. Hmm. So maybe the aliens already knew about it. But the problem that's with... what they're running their ship off of. You just said that. Well, that's what I'm saying. That gives credence to the fact that there's aliens. Oh, boy. Uh, the problem with Muscovium is it's highly unstable, and it usually decays within a few hundred milliseconds. Oh. Um, so how, out of all the scientists in the world, is this one guy able to claim, or make this claim, about this stuff with the correct atomic number to it? Without having studying it or something like that. Now, all these other people, nobody knew about it. He makes the claim about it, has the correct atomic number, and all this other stuff. I have no And idea. then later it's found out. Um, and with the lifespan of this stuff, how the aliens use it, or for however long they travel, wherever they wanted to go. But um, one thing about Bob Lazar um, did have going for him was that this antimatter, anti gravity stuff. Um, is it could help explain the movements of the UFOs because of the way this thing works with the anti-gravity stuff. Because um, a lot of the si sightings say they saw something just hovering overhead, but they never say that they hear any sound or anything, and then all of a sudden it just shoots up a thousand feet into the air. Um, even the best rockets that we have can't recreate these types of movements. And if you were constrained by gravity, you wouldn't be able to live through the G-force that that type of movement would create. Hmm. You ever see those videos on YouTube where they take somebody up, they take like a oh, news yeah. reporter up in a uh, jet airplane and right. cause the guy to pass out right. because they're pulling so many G's? So we'll look at a few sightings and see if this kind of changes your mind about it. Yeah, no. um, you can go on Reddit and read hundreds of these things, but there's one that I found actually pretty interesting because I'd never heard of it before. And it's called The Disappearance of Frederick Valentick. And this guy was out for a flight over Australia in 1978. Um, and he was flying out there and he radioed the control tower that was in an aircraft following him at around 4,500 uh, feet in elevation. And they radioed him back and said there was no known aircraft at that altitude. Then he said it passed him at about 1,000 feet above him uh, and then went. And then the next time he radioed, it was appeared at the side of him like it was going to uh, come at him. And he thought that it was you know, some pilot messing with him or something. And then the last uh, transmission that they heard from him was, that's not an aircraft. And then the transmission was cut off with, like, metallic scratching noise or something. And there are a lot of searches conducted for him and his aircraft, and to this day, he's still not been found. Um, so out of all the theories about it, I mean, alien abduction does seem to be the most plausible one. Uh, but, the you know, people bring up MH370 went down, and they never found it, and it was a jetliner. Mm -hmm. But it was out over the middle of the ocean. And this guy wasn't out over the middle of the ocean. Um, and it was like eight hours or something after the stupid thing took off. This guy, he was 30 to 45 minutes into his flight when uh, they lost track of him. You'd think they'd have some piece of wreckage or something, mm -hmm. you know, that shows that they found the guy. Uh, some of the, they were talking about, they think that maybe he was an inexperienced flyer and he got inverted. And when he thought he was going up, he was actually going down because that's, I guess that's happened before. But the problem was, is the fuel that in the airplane that he was flying, it was a Cessna 182, I think. They said it's a gravity fed fuel system. So if he did flip upside down, There's a gravity. He, well, he wouldn't, it would run out of fuel. Right. It wouldn't keep fueling it itself. Mm -hmm. And then some other guy said that he had a 
something about where he viewed the horizon wrong or something. I don't know. I still think it's the UFO abduction thing. Uh, there was also a famous sighting in Montreal in 1990. There was a gal that was swimming at her hotel rooftop, and she noticed four green lights shooting outward from an object, and then two yellow lights were pointing straight down. And she notified the hotel security, and they notified the police, and then a crowd gathered, and the object was noticed by over 30 people. Uh, there were no reports of aircraft in the area by neither the civilian or military radar, and this was actually witnessed for about two hours. And it wasn't seen anywhere else. Only, like, just around this one hotel is the only place that they could see it. Mm -hmm. And so they started telling stuff about reflectivity and all this other stuff, reflections off the clouds and this, that, and the other thing. But for two hours? And and if there's over 30 people there, including cops, right. you'd think somebody would have guessed it. Oh, that's the reflection off of the pool here. Right. Um, and actually, that was the biggest building made up to that time or something it was like three million square feet or something it was huge um <clears throat> but the the canadians they take this uh, stuff pretty seriously they document every sighting that they get and in 2020 alone there were over uh 1200 reported sightings wow that was before all the forest fires up there yeah maybe uh and then there's also some sightings right here in oregon uh, uh according to chat gpt one of the most famous ones here in Oregon is the McMinnville UFO photographs of 1950. And it says it's one of the most famous UFO cases in Oregon involved the Trent family in McMinnville on May 11th of 1950. Paul Trent captured two photographs of a flying object in the sky above his farm. And the photographs known as the McMinnville UFO photographs show a metallic disc-shaped object. The images gained significant attention and have been subjected to analysis and debate. And I looked at the pictures online, and the second one is actually really interesting. You can see, if you look at the second picture, the first one's kind of blurry and far away. The second one, it looks like a little disc-shaped object with like a little antenna or something sticking out the top of it. Hmm. Um, and I went out on YouTube and was looking at a bunch of different ones. Uh, there's tons of channels to look at on YouTube about UFO stuff. Oh, I'm sure. Um, in 2010, there were reports of a UFO by an airliner that was coming in for landing... And as a result of this report, 18 flights were actually delayed or redirected because they couldn't figure out what it was. Hmm. So like we talked about at the beginning, there's been so many sightings, uh, probably more sightings of UFOs and Bigfoots. And obviously there are a bunch of people out there that want their 15 minutes of fame because uh, I've seen a bunch of those. Right. Um, but those stories are debunked pretty quickly. Hmm. And then there are all the historical sightings that all the descriptions fall in line with the descriptions that are given today. Um, that, you know, the pictures that they found on the hieroglyphs above millions of years or thousands of years ago are the same pictures that we see to, that people discuss today. Um, and then all the people that say they've been inducted, like the dude in Australia, they can find a PS5 controller at the bottom of the ocean, but they can't find an entire airplane. Hmm. Think about that. I don't think they found a PS5 controller at the bottom of the ocean. They did. When the whole submarine thing yeah, why squished did it itself. explode? Because Sony makes good stuff. No, I don't believe it. Huh? Um, along with the abductions, though, we're going to touch on this one more time. Mm. Who is going to go on national television and say that they were probed by something without it being true? People who want money? People who want their 15 minutes of fame? 
But I'd say they... But. I wouldn't know. Um, I don't know if anybody would ever admit that. Because how would you face your family and friends again? With a lot of money. Uh, they say, well, there's Bob again with his wild alien story. We all know about his weekend in Tijuana with the donkey and the toilet plunger. What is wrong with you? The only aliens he's ever seen are illegal aliens. Stop. If I were abducted, nobody would know about it. Yeah, huh? Yeah, uh, I may walk bow-legged for a bit, but I'd uh, lie about that like I was protecting national secrets. Hmm. Uh, so there's a ton of evidence against... You don't like my jokes. No. I'm getting the... They're naughty. They're not naughty. They are. No, they're not. They're not appropriate. Yeah, they are. No, no. In you no... want to see? watch me tell them to a class of kindergartners? Nope. Don't push me. Really? I'm a donkey on the edge. Yeah, I know. You know what that's off of? Shrek. Oh, there you go. Shrek, he's going to be on the UFO commission appointed by Biden. Probably. Along with Snow White. Uh, so there's a lot of evidence about the UFO, or going against the USO stuff. Like, we've never truly gotten one. Um, unless, like I said, you believe the stuff about Area 51 and Bob Lazar and all that jazz, which I've looked into that a lot, and there's some pretty, pretty damning evidence out there. Uh, the government came out in recent history and said that the strange lights and stuff people were seeing out there was test or experimental aircraft out by Area 51, mm -hmm. which I think a lot of that is it. I also believe that our government lies to us a lot, you and think? they may have just said that. Um, and additionally, the military pilots. But maybe what they see are other countries' secret spy planes that we know nothing about, because we're not the only country that has secret stuff, right? Right. Um. So basically, I would keep watching the news and see what comes up about about this new bill because it's going to kick off a whole new set of conspiracy theories. Uh, if they vote against it, then everyone's going to say, what are they hiding? Exactly. Right? But if they vote for it, then people are going to wonder if they're still holding stuff back or are they even handing out the real thing? Are they just going to hand out something that they made up to, oh, yeah. Or uh, I don't know if we'll ever have all the answers. The other thing, I think it's kind of strange to think, if you're a religious person, if God is outside of time and space, who's to say that he didn't create another race of beings before he actually created us and put them in a different portal of time? Because time doesn't matter to him because he's outside of time. Time was created for us to have a measurement of something. That's deep. So don't get me started on talking about if the Earth is 4.3 billion years old or 6,500 years old. I will not. I would not. Don't push me. I'm not. You're starting to push a little donkey. bit. So anyhow, um, hopefully this was a bit enlightening. What do you think now? Do you believe me? No. Why not? Why, do, why don't you believe? Because I've never seen it with my own eyes. So if you saw it with your own eyes. then Or if I even remotely, I don't know. I just, I don't believe in that stuff. Just didn't like, oh we, my gosh, that spider's huge. Didn't we just get. And it's just like, I don't believe in Bigfoot. Didn't we just talk earlier in the podcast that you trust me? Yep. So if I say that's a UFO, then you would trust me. That is not a UFO. That's not a... that. I'm just pointing up in the oh. proverbial sky. Oh. Hypothetical. Hypothetical sky? Hypothetically. Would, would you trust me then? I don't know. 
I guess I just don't believe. I I don't know. Why not? I, Give me one good reason why you don't. I really just don't know. Because you haven't seen it, right? Well, no, that's not a good analogy. That's not. And that's good. really not a good analogy because there's plenty of stuff that you haven't seen that you believe is there. I know. I know. That's why I retracted that statement. And there's plenty of credible people who have seen them. Okay, but that doesn't mean I have to believe in it. Yeah, you do. Why? Do you want to live on the streets? What's that got to do with anything? If you don't start believing in UFOs, I'm kicking you out. Well, then I guess I need to find a place to live, folks. You'd get too many offers. No. Um, well... I'll keep working on it. Maybe I'll even do another podcast about UFOs. Oh, let's not. Just to even push you farther in. We're actually kind of tying into the UFOs. So this idea was actually given to me uh, by a buddy of mine at work. And another buddy of mine at work said I should do a podcast about the cow mutilations. I can't sit on that one. The cow what? The cow mutilations. Cow mutilations. mutilations. Yes. Um. And that kind of ties into the little bit of the UFO stuff because they talk about it possibly being aliens. Yeah, nope. And I started looking at it, and like the first ones were actually noticed. Nope. We thought it was just recent. Nope. It started happening all the way back in like nineteen something something yeah. in Puerto Rico or something nope. like that. I cannot sit in on that one. Don't even ask me to, because I will not. Well, what if about if we keep it keep nope. it really PC nope. like we did this one? No, no, heck no. You're not even you're not PC at all. I am. You would you would start to say something, and I'd be like, nope, and you and you just go right over the top of me and say it anyways, and I'd be distraught about it. I don't do well with that kind of stuff, and you know that I'm soft. I can't even watch those stupid what? ask ass bad commercials. ASCCPA things. Yes. With the well, animals. you got a little, those are a little bit over the top. They might be. Heather McLaughlin takes it a little bit too far. Okay, but still, I can't watch them. I can't if it has to do with an animal, something happening to it. I well, what about if it was human mutilations? Would you, we talked no. about the bog bodies. I, I know. And you had no problem with that. That was not... That was way different. How is that different? One of those people was mutilated, remember? It, I know. I understand that. Oh, I, but if it's a dog, uh. Okay. Now that you're done bashing me. Okay. Well, I hope you guys enjoyed this one. Um, maybe the last one that our co-host ever does with me because she's... An angry spirit. I am not. And um, I hope you guys will stick around. Oh, and I haven't mentioned it for quite some time. So I'm going to have let our co-host uh, tell us where, tell everyone where you can find us at. <laughs> Go ahead. Thank you, everybody, for this episode of the podcast from P-Town. So you can find us. <laughs> On the podcast from P-Town Facebook page, or you can find us on Instagram at P-Town Podcast. I don't have Instagram. Keep going. Or you can find us on, or you can send me an email at ptownpodcast74 at gmail.com. Okay. You can send in all your ideas, and um, if you agree with me or disagree with me, and we can debate, and I can tell you all the reasons why you're wrong, and uh, we can go along with that. Yeah, welcome to my life right there. So, I hope everybody has a great week. Uh, Make sure that you are uh, staying hydrated, not all the time with alcohol. Make sure you are following your heat illness prevention plans so that you make sure that you have proper rest periods. When you're doing work around the house, you have to take time to rest. 
and hydrate. Um, check out the heat index indicator on your uh, phone on the app that you should have downloaded by now to check what the actual heat index is at. Thank you, Mr. Safety. And have a wonderful day <laughs> and a wonderful week. All right. Have a great week and a wonderful week evening. Bye. Mm-hmm.